Jesus talked about money more than just about any other topic because your attitude toward money has a lot more to do with your spiritual life than you would think. In this five-week series, we're going to be talking about getting right with God and money. And here's where we're going over the next five weeks. Today, we're going to talk about getting the right mindset with your money. This really is the foundational lesson for everything else we're going to talk about in this series. Next week, we're going to talk about attacking your debt. And then in the final three lessons, we're going to get into some real practical budgeting, talking about giving and saving and spending. Now, as always, we encourage you to talk about these topics with a small group or with a mentor. And we encourage you to go ahead and download that workbook if you want to get a little bit more out of this entire series. But in this first lesson, we're going to just ask three basic questions. This is going to be sort of like an opportunity for you to check your heart, check your attitude, check your perspective before we get into the details of budgeting and eliminating debt and all that kind of stuff. And here's the first question that we want you to ask yourself. Who makes you jealous when it comes to money? Now, for some of you, you'll have a person in mind right away. There's someone in your neighborhood. There's someone in your childhood that you were just jealous of. They always had more money than you did. Maybe you always had to scrape along, whoever that is. I really encourage you to think about who makes you jealous when it comes to money. Now, this is sort of a softball question but it'll get you thinking about the right kind of stuff. It'll sort of expose your heart and your attitude and maybe some of your insecurities a little bit. Rachel Cruz says this in her book, Love Your Life, Not Theirs. Comparing ourselves to others is essentially a coping mechanism for our own insecurities. What a great insight. In fact, her book is filled with insights like this. I encourage you to download and read that book as you go through this series. We'll put a link to that book down below. Now, the goal in this area for biblical Christians is articulated well here to Timothy by the Apostle Paul. He says in 1 Timothy 6, yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. Now, my prayer for you throughout this series is that you find godliness with contentment because what Paul's saying here is that is itself great wealth. You don't have to be filthy rich. You don't have to be keeping up with the Joneses next door to be content. In fact, I think what you'll find in this series as we continue to see what Jesus says about all of this is that if you adjust your mindset, if you get right with God and get the right mindset, then you'll be wealthier in many respects than the wealthiest people you know. Now, here's the second question that I want you to consider. What are your real financial values according to your actual spending habits? You know, it's one thing to give lip service to your financial values, but the best way to figure out what you really care about, what you really value, is to write down your top five expenditures of every month. Go ahead and do that right now. Use your workbook for that. There's a journal page in there. Write down your top five expenditures. If you're married, maybe do this with your spouse. Now, you can't fudge the numbers on this. I mean, be really honest about the top five things you spend your money on and then evaluate that list. Is that really what you value? Because according to your checkbook, that is what you value. Jesus said this in Matthew 15, you hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Now, I think we can do this same thing with our checkbooks. 
We say one thing with our lips, but our budgets reveal the true state of our hearts. In fact, Jesus said this in Matthew 6, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Now, I want you to think about what Jesus is saying in Matthew 6, 21. He's essentially saying your heart follows your money. What you invest in is what you fall in love with. In fact, later on, he said, when your eye or your focus really is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actual darkness, how deep that darkness is. This is why we're starting this series off by checking our attitude, by checking our heart. If you're not honest with yourself about your financial values and priorities, then you're not ready to move on in this series and talk about budgeting. Because first and foremost, more than anything else, you need to look in the mirror and you need to say, what am I really caring about? According to my budget, according to my checkbook, what do I really care about? What really matters to me? What has my focus really been on? so that I can make any adjustments I need to make in order to be healthy in this area. And that leads to this third and final question. What is your motivation for getting your finances right? You know, a lot of people come to this series thinking, I want to build wealth. That's my motivation, wealth building. And if that's you, then I encourage you to consider this warning from 1 Timothy 6. Paul says, people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Now notice that Paul doesn't say money is bad. He says the love of money is bad. And there's a real difference there between those two things. Jesus says it like this, no one can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. And then just a few verses later, he says this, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Notice these are budgeting questions. He says, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. So seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. If you're a follower of Jesus, my hope is that as you go through this series, your thoughts will not be dominated by your budget. Yes, we're gonna talk about budgeting and we're gonna get super practical, but through it all, I hope that you have the right mindset when it comes to all of this. The goal is to get right with God. The goal is to seek God's kingdom first. The goal is to live according to the book. The goal is to be righteous according to his perspective. It's not to keep up with what our culture says about money and even budgeting. So yes, we're gonna get super practical throughout this series, but more than anything, instead of just getting right with money, I want to make sure that you get right with God because when you get right with God, you can get right with money. Now talk about your answers to these three questions and then we'll see you in the next lesson.